As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Jason. And I'm Brianna. And boy howdy, do we have a fun one for you guys today. We've been teasing this for a long time and we finally just actually sat down and wrote these questions. Yeah. Um, what is going to be happening today is uh, Bri is going to be quizzing me about uh, my potential anime knowledge. Yep. And I'm going to be quizzing you on potential wrestling knowledge. Yep. The joke being that, <laughs> the, that these two hobbies have way more crossover than they ever should, and they're both silly as fuck. So, yeah. essentially, it's trying to pan for gold mm-hmm. for the one thing that makes sense <laughs> in a sea of irrationality and stupidness. Yeah. Like, that's that's what we're going to get ready and do. Um, what do you think? Do you think that I have more uh, knowledge in wrestling or that you have more knowledge in anime? I, okay. Here's the thing. You know what the weird thing is? Hmm? I have picked at... Little bits of anime for the last twenty years. Right. So, do you think that equals or I don't know? Like you my have knowledge of, let's say, six months of watching wrestling. About a year, almost. About a year. Almost a year. So, anything. That, here's the thing, though. Anything that happened beyond a year ago, you have no memory of. Right. And anything like there's going to be trillions of holes throughout the twenty years right. that I'll have no memory of. So, this will be interesting. And hopefully, if um, if we did our jobs right. Uh, this should be a recurring thing, hopefully. We're hoping hopefully, to be yeah. able to do these more. And writing the questions out, it wasn't as hard. The only thing I wanted to make sure is that they weren't too similar. Right, yes. So, but now I can use the same general idea for questions later on, just mm-hmm. with different trivia. So, so each of us has seven questions. Yep. And uh, if you guys enjoy this, send us an email to goodmorningtheria at gmail.com. That's Good morning, Theria at gmail.com, all spelled out, or let us know on our Discord server. Give us some feedback because if this doesn't fly, we just won't yeah. do it again. Just like And if you else. played along, uh, what's your final score? Because there oh. are 14 questions. We will be drinking every time we get we an will. answer wrong. Yep. Yeah. I have a mudslide here, and you have a, I don't know what the term is for your drink. But it's just juice and vodka. It's uh, it's a bit, a bit of uh, it's a bit of crayon apple and some sour Smirnoff watermelon. Mmm, that's a lot of fruits. It's what we have in the house. So, uh, would you like to go first or or let's me? rock paper scissors? Okay, ready? Rock paper scissors shoot! Bam! I go first. Okay, let's go. All right. <clears throat> in the long running anime One Piece. Devil's fruits are mythical fruits that, when consumed, provide the eater with a special ability. Which one of these fruits is not a devil fruit? The gum gum fruit allows users to stretch their body like rubber. The icky icky fruit, oh, sorry, A, gum gum fruit. B, the icky icky fruit makes the user very disgusting so no one will come near you. C, the meow meow fruit makes the user grow cat ears and a tail, gaining a cat's agility. Or D, the human human fruit allows the user to turn into a human and gives an animal consumer human intelligence. 
C. Which of those not real? C, meow, meow. How did you know? <laughs> it is C. <laughs> but the proper term is, term is the cat cat fruit. The fruit does exist. Oh my god, really? Yep. Wow. I thought I'd fool you because of how many cat girls are in anime. You know, I, the, the only reason is your love of cats is the thing that, it's like, it's like Meow meow sounds oh, like a thing so that you're, takes... you're using your knowledge of me against the <laughs> quiz. That's not you're supposed to use your knowledge of anime. <laughs> but I don't have any there, so I gotta go with I gotta find something. Alright, sweet. All right. So what are the rules? If I get okay, if you're asking me and I get it right, do you have to drink? Do I? Just a... That's a good question. You know what? Fuck it, sure. Yeah, okay, let's yeah. go. I almost grabbed a drink. <laughs> This will probably only go on for like an hour, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. This won't be too long. Okay. <clears throat> this first question is about Hulk Hogan. Okay, yeah. I'm a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> Just like that small cancer child. <laughs> I used to tear my shirt, but now you torn my heart. <laughs> okay, here we go. At the 1995 WCW event... Halloween Havoc. Okay. Hulk Hogan was featured heavily. It's surprising. Which one of these things did not happen during this pay-per-view? A. Hulk Hogan and the son of Andre the Giant sumo wrestled in monster trucks atop an arena. <laughs> okay. B. Hulk Hogan pushed the giant off of the roof of the arena. C. Actual vultures were let loose in the arena during one of the wrestlers' entrances for effect. D. A man dressed as a mummy called the Yeti dry-humped Hulk Hogan from behind. God damn it. Okay. All right. I want... Okay, A. I feel like you would need some sort of training to do A. A is False. Uh, they actually did God fight each other in it. sumo trucks. Uh, the answer was C. What the fuck is a sumo truck, by uh, the way? It's a monster truck, and they just had a giant ring of fire, and they bumped into each other for all. It was terrible. Okay, at least it was bad. All of the other things happened except for the actual live vultures let loose in an arena. That was the one that I was like, well, they were stupid about enough yeah. back in 1995 <laughs> to let that happen. Because I was like, first I was like, oh, that sounds super dangerous. And then I was like, yeah, lots of super dangerous <laughs> shit happened in the 90s. I know that. So. Mm. <laughs> All right. This one is about an anime I started watching today. Oh, I'm, 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 I I got my one lucky one. That's it. Well, the like rest I, of these. There's, there's like one more softball in here. Um, okay. Two more. Okay. In Kaku, in Kakurio, in Kakurio, uh, bed and breakfast for spirits, Ao, a girl who can see spirits known as Ayakashi, is kidnapped and told she must marry a handsome ogre named Odana. Ogres are handsome in no, Japanese mythology, I not know. really, it's but just, like they, they are can, now. They constructed this in a lab for you. Like, this is, <laughs> everything about this in, in Brianna the TV show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um... <laughs> No, in J in Japanese uh, mythology, ogres are supposed to be like purple and ugly, like mm -hmm. in Yu Hakusho. You've seen one, yeah. with the horn. Mm -hmm. um, but they've very much taken the way of vampires, where like everything's uh, hot now. Everything's just um, fuckable. What is the reason she is put in this position, forced to marry Odana? Okay. A. Her grandfather owed millions of yen to the demon and promised her as collateral. B. She accidentally dialed the spirit hotline to order takeout and ordered Odana by accident. C. She slammed him. She slapped him across the face after he insulted her. Her mother, unaware that in the demon world this is a proposal for marriage. Or D. Odana saved her life and wants her hand in marriage as repayment. Damn, that's good. All of that's really plausible. I'm gonna go with B. Demon hotline. Nope. Damn. Okay. That actually happened in Oh My Goddess, and all of those things are actual plots to anime. I here's the thing. That sounded <laughs> dumb enough that I'm like, well, that's had to happen at that's least. That's Oh My Goddess. Um, oh. the other ones were Kiyokaro Mao was the slapped one, and Arakawa Under the Bridge is the saved your life one. Okay. And that one's actually the dude being forced into marriage. So that's new and different. So the million yen is the one. It's like, oh, damn. Yep, the grandfather owed a million yen to the damn demon. Damn it. Because I almost he gambled went with that. in their, their demon casinos or something. All right. 
Mm. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> oh, goodness. <clears throat> this next one is about Hall of Famer Mae Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, deceased now, but mm. uh, was a fucking legend in women's wrestling. During the Attitude Era, which was a period of time in the uh, late 90s to the early 2000s in, in WWE, known for its lack of restraint, let's call it. Right. They had to, like, really come back from that hard because it kind of tanked the company, right? Actually, it made the company. It ma- but, like... After that, they there was a wrestler who killed himself and his, uh, oh, his that's wife and son. The and then they're like, okay, okay. let's... Uh, Peachy friendly. Really sad. It is. During the Attitude Era, Mae Young, who was in her 80s at the time, was in a relationship, quote unquote, with Hall of Famer Mark Henry. She then got pregnant and gave birth to what? No! I think I've heard of this, though. I think I actually have. A human baby. Mm-hmm. That's not it. A dog. A severed hand. D. Vince McMahon, who was sent back in time. This was an actual story event that happened on WWE programming. I think it was the severed hand. Final answer? Yes. It was a severed hand. Yeah, I knew it! I heard of that one, and I don't know how. I don't know if you told me, or if I was listening to a podcast where they mentioned it. I have rattled off so many dumb wrestling facts to you. It could be. There are a few of my questions where I was like, I'm You didn't have to drink. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well... That was my turn. We both are doing yeah. that. You reach for it once. All right. Uh-huh. This one, this one, the low balls. I feel like I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's the case. In the famous anime Death Note, mm. what famous quote was uttered so dramatically in the English dub that it became a meme to fans? I'm going to read all of these deadpan so that I don't give it away. Okay. May all your bacon burn. B. You are already dead. C, you're going to carry that weight. Or D, I will take a potato chip and eat it. D. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he says it so dramatically. The The plot is that he is being watched on all sides, but he still wants to murder people with his death note that he writes names in. Mm-hmm. So what he does is secretly hide a notebook inside of the chip bag and he's writing, like, every time he reaches for a potato chip, oh. he's writing it down. He's doing this whole dramatic monologue in his head. And as he's reaching the crescendo of this dramatic-ass, like, monologue, he goes, And then, I will take a potato chip and eat it! And then there's, like, a shine across the screen and the chip crushes in his mouth. And it's <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's as stupid in the Japanese version, but it did become a meme here in the, mm. here in the States. You didn't have to take a drink. I am fuck it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. Speaking of Vince McMahon. Yes. This next question is about him. <laughs> good, good. I told I told Brie before this that the false ones I'm punching up sometimes to match yeah. the level of insanity of things that actually right. happened. So oh, for the quotes, the other ones were from Hell's Moving Castle. Fist of the North Star was the you mm-hmm. are already dead. I'm pretty sure you knew that one. And Cowboy Bebop is you're going to carry that way. Yep. That's the final final yeah. line. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Vince McMahon. During a feud with Shawn Michaels, who was a born-again Christian, in the mid-2000s, I believe it was 2006, which one of these things did not happen. So during the course of their feud, <laughs> which okay. one of these things didn't happen? A, Vince and Shane wrestle Shawn Michaels and God. <laughs> B, Vince and Shane go to church where Vince washes his hands in the holy water before swallowing some and reenacting Triple H's entrance. C, Vince compares himself to God and talks about all of his accomplishments. Oh, I know that one happened. D, Vince and Shane beat up Sean and eventually tie him to a cross. Holy water. That's the one that didn't happen. It's hard, right? It's really hard. Because <laughs> he's insane enough to do all of that. <laughs> exactly. Mm. A, they didn't wrestle God. They did, in fact, wrestle God. God damn it! At, uh, at Backlash, I believe it was. 
a pay-per-view we just watched last night. All right, did the, did the holy water thing happen? Yep. Okay, good. That also right. happened. At least, at least both of them happened. He also tried to pay the church with a credit card before being informed that it was a cash-only It was a cash only thing, and he said, what a racket this place is. <laughs> Vince isn't a fan. Um, the tying Sean to a cross thing didn't actually happen, but the Undertaker did it to someone else. Oh! A few times. See, it's so. because of the Undertaker that I thought that probably did happen because he did, it could the, happen. he did like the coffin thing. Yep. Oh man, all of yours are so realistic. Okay. <laughs> all right, this one's a real low ball. Okay. If uh-huh. I, get it, I hate when people say that because if I get it wrong, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Okay, here we go. You've seen this one and I know you have. Oh god. Which of these characters from Fooly Cooly is an alien who drives a yellow Vespa? Okay. A. Nandaba Nauta. Nauta. B, Samajima Mamimi, C, Nina Mori Eri, or D, Haruhara Haruko. I don't know. <laughs> None of these names sound familiar. I know it's, I'm not going to look. No, it's that wouldn't give anything away. Oh, cool. Because you don't know. Oh. Which um, one's the alien? Mamamamamamo. <laughs> B? Was it B? B? Sanajima Mamami? Mamimi? Yeah. Nope. Okay. That's that girl right there, the one with red hair. Oh, That's Mamimi. Um, the, the correct answer was D, Haruhara Haruko. You should have known because that one sounds silly. Oh, yeah, that one. That's the one that sounds silly. <laughs> Mamimi's a really cute, like, it almost sounds it, fake name. It, it, like, I agree with you. Like, that one sounds kind of fake. It's like, Mamimi? That's like instead of someone's name being Gary, it's Gary Guru Gagagagara. It's like, right. that's, that, is that made it's up? Very Are you Stan fucking Lee. with me? It's yeah. Very, yeah. Um, there's a cat at the door. There is, and he keeps meowing, so I'm going to go ahead and let him in. Whoop. Mm. I'm not going to take a drink this time because I remember uh, the rules. Yep, I am though. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Kane. Okay, I for know everyone, about Kane. Yeah, for everyone out there, Kane, I'm going to start giving you a little bit of context to some of this, because, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Kane is a wrestler. We talked about him during the Undertaker breakdown. He's uh, the Undertaker's half-brother and all this stuff. He's this big red dude. Kane has had a long and crazy career, to say the least. Yes. Which one of these things has not happened in a Kane storyline? <laughs> I should have done more plot ones, clearly. Uh, it's... Kane ties up Shane and electrocutes his testicles live on television. That's A. Mm-hmm. B. Kane chokeslammed his mother, whom he thought he burned alive earlier in life, off the side of a building. C. Triple H, dressed as Kane, had sex with a mannequin made to look like Kane's old girlfriend in a coffin. D. Kane locked his father in a freezer to die after rescuing him from Edge. D. That happened. What? Yep. I thought his dad burned alive too. No, his dad was Paul Bearer. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact, Paul Bearer's been killed multiple times on TV. Uh, the one that's fake is Kane choke slamming his mother off of a off of a building. All the other stuff happened. <laughs> Wrestling is stupid. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's get to some real good shit. Okay. Anime. <laughs> Which one of these generic knockoff McDonald's does not exist in anime or manga? Oh, shit. For, like, reference, like, you know how people here in America have to, like, name fake, like, it's a Knickers bar. <laughs> McDowell's. McDowell's. Um, Japan kind of has the same thing. Recently, that's almost gone away, but not really. I thought it's KFCs they do that more with now. KFC, they do that. Um, the reason that's popular in Japan is because that's where they all go on Christmas. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> okay, hit me. Which one of these is not, not. a fake McDonald's? Okay. <clears throat> Which one's the fake, fake McDonald's? Yeah. Okay. Whack Donald's. Mm-hmm. Rack Ronald's. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that's got it. <laughs> Magnetron Burger. Mm-hmm. Which still has the M arch. McDonough's. Doness. Rick Ronalds just sounds racist. I'm going to say that one. <laughs> that one's the fake one. Okay. <laughs> say- the other ones are from Inuyasha, Azumanga Dayo, and Darker Than Black. Okay. Whew. 
All right. It was harder than I thought to find, like, examples of fake ones, because almost all of them use whack Donalds. Oh! They leave out the O, so it's whack Donalds. Okay, that's interesting. Um, drink? Yep. All right! This is going faster than I thought it yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. Question five. Let's talk offensive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of Rack Ronalds, which I did not think of when you oh, really when you said that, that's why there was a reaction that you saw and then used to answer. It was because I went, oh shit! <laughs> like I just froze like a deer in the headlights, and I'm like, oh, that could be racist. I didn't think of that. I just needed another letter that wasn't a W or an M. Oh, mm. um, anything that sounds like Scooby Doo could read it. Then. <laughs> <clears throat> So the WWE, well, all wrestling, but the mm-hmm. WWE has had several, we talked about the Attitude Era briefly, they have had several run-ins with something, especially today, that could be deemed distasteful. Which one of these things did not happen as a mad dash to grab ratings? A. King kidnaps a female wrestler named Lita. He impregnates her, and she eventually falls in love. A wrestler named Snitsky accidentally causes her to miscarry. He swears it wasn't his fault. B. Eric Bischoff wins a bet with Stephanie McMahon, and she has to gauge in something called hot lesbian action. A woman, who is actually revealed to be a man in a wig, comes out, kisses Stephanie, and then rubs his ass on Eric Bischoff's face. C. Vince makes Hall of Famer Trish Stratus bark like a dog and take her clothes off in the middle of a ring as punishment. D. Often drunk commentator John Bradshaw Layfield urinates (laughs) on a fan in the middle of the ring for looking at him wrong. Alright, first off, I like that you had to acknowledge frequently drunk. Dude, that's part of his person. Second of all. It is him. I really want C to be the answer. (laughs) More than anything I've ever wanted, I want C to be the answer. Instead of watched wrestling. So, like, I'm not... Oh, you don't even know. I mean, back when my mom, like, when I was a kid, I watched wrestling. Yes, then you do know. Like, back with China and stuff. (laughs) You know. So I know a little bit. Like, there was a reason I didn't like watching wrestling back then. Fair enough. Number one, I'm pretty sure it did happen. Like, A, almost positive, did happen. Because if they did that stupid shit on Penny Arcade, they would probably do it in wrestling as well. <laughs> with the with the like, oh, she had a miscarriage. That definitely doesn't grind everything to a really depressing, depressing halt. Yeah. So I'm going to go with D, urinating on a fan. Correct! Yay! It's the one thing JBL didn't do during his tenure. God damn it, the dog thing did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a drink just because that happened. So let's... <laughs> Here. <laughs> mm. The fuck is wrong with Vince? If McMahon? it makes you feel any better, hmm? during that storyline, Vince was keeping his wife Linda comatose using drugs and in a wheelchair. Then cheating on his wife with Trish Stratus in front of her. Then eventually she stands up and like knees him in the balls or something like that. So he gets his comeuppance. Trish turns on him and like there's a big thing. Girl power. <laughs> Question six. <laughs> God damn it! It's gotten better. Like people it's gotten who way better. might be interested in wrestling and or anime. Anime's gotten worse, but wrestling's yeah. gotten better. I, I don't. I can't speak for anime. I just anime like, hasn't gotten worse. Like it stayed exactly the same sexism wise. I feel like, uh, but like as far as like relying on tropes and stuff, it's definitely gotten worse recently. Uh, okay. Uh, well. That said, still good. Yeah. Uh Ahem. Question six. Okay. Which popular series did not have a famous quote-unquote beach episode? Goddamn beach episodes. <laughs> Dungeons and randomness. <laughs> no. We have a picture. Ah. <laughs> a. Bleach. B. High School of the Dead. C. Trigun. Or D. Pokemon. Did not have a beach episode. Is High School of the Dead the one where they redubbed it and it's all fucked up? No. No? High School of the Dead's the one with the boobies that bounce yeah. <laughs> and, like, they, they dodge bullets? Yeah. I'm going to go with Bleach because it rhymes with beach. 
So that doesn't have a beach episode. Right. Wrong. Damn. Bleach does have a beach episode. It is episode 228. Oh, wow. You brought you brought notes. <laughs> Summer, sea, swimsuit festival. Of course. Uh, the, OV, uh, the High School of the Dead, you would expect it to have happened in the series, but it didn't. But there is an OVA, which is like the movie, um, called Act Female Male Symbol, Drifters of the Dead. The and they what? go to a they go to an island that's completely empty during a zombie apocalypse, and they look around and go, "This is completely epi- This the island is completely empty. Let's change into our swimsuits and go swimming." And then there are zombies. Shocker. Mm. Um, and then for Pokemon, there's Beauty and the Beach. That's the one where James has inflatable breasts. That and, I knew of. <laughs> yep. And uh, every series of Pokemon since, except for Sun and Moon so far, has had a beach episode. Okay, so it was C. It was C. That was Trigun. Trigun. That's... Which you watched the first few episodes of. Yeah. That shocks me it doesn't have some type of beach episode, but okay. Yeah, because there are two girls, so you would expect right. it to be a beach episode. <laughs> Let's talk a little more about Vince McMahon. Okay. Because he's got enough crazy to ask several questions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which one of these things... Has not happened to Vince McMahon. All your questions are, has not happened. It's not fair. <laughs> I mixed it up a little. <laughs> I'm saying, next time I'm coming in with like, which hasn't happened <laughs> in this anime you've never <clears throat> heard of. <laughs> a. <clears throat> Bret Hart punches him in the face backstage after screwing him out of the title. The world title that would be at this time. B. He was poisoned by a wrestler claiming to be his long-lost brother. C. He blew up in a limousine bombing. Or D. A stage collapsed and fell on him after he tried to give away free money on the air. Which one of these things has not happened to Vincent Kennedy McMahon? A. It's too normal. It absolutely happened. Ah. Uh, Bret Hart was leaving the WWF at the time. His contract was basically up. He didn't want to drop the title to Shawn Michaels. They hated each other. Bret was leaving for WCW. And uh, they basically just rewrote the ending of the match to make him lose the title. He was Aww. locked in a submission hold. The ref jumps up. And he quit. Bret never quit. Loses his fucking mind. Breaks everything around the arena. And then punches Vince in the face back. Was this fake or real? That was fucking totally real. Oh! See, if that had been specified, I would have been like, yeah, totally. That's real. (laughs) But because it was so normal for wrestling, for someone to just get punched backstage, I was like, that's not special. (laughs) (sighs) Arr. All right. My final question. Ooh. And the one I am most proud of. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is your coup de gras. The dairy trope describes a particular type of character, typically female, mm. depending on the prefix that <laughs> is attached to it. So it's a different type of character based on the prefix. Uh, for example, Sundari are girls who act hostile towards characters they typically have feelings for. You've heard mm-hmm. that before. Which of these is not a real dairy? Damn it. Kuderi, known for having very emotionless and deta- known for being very emotionless and detached from what is going on around them. Yandari, known for being very attached to their crush or lover to the point of insanity, often resorting to mur- murder to solve any relationship issues, whether they murder, you know, the person they're with or someone who has a crush on them or whatever. Okaderi. Known for behaving incredibly motherly towards their crush or lover, making meals and worrying over their health to the point of being irritating. Or D, Don Derry, known for being easily flustered when it comes to their crush and often blush when even thinking about them. A. A? Coo Derry? Yep. You sure? Yep. That is real. Yeah, shit. Coo Derry okay. is real. Okadary is Some the other one. one. I, oh, I was down to those, too, because yep. I've heard of the other two. So I was like, oh, I got a 50-50 shot. But Okasan does mean mother. So, like, you can pretend you knew that. And I did. It made sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all my questions. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I have not been keeping track, but I'm pretty sure I'm losing. <laughs> um, I have. So far, you have answered... Two of the six correctly. Yeah, I'm losing. Oh. <laughs> For sure. I, I don't think, think I am. three correct. Let me see. I don't think I have. I think I've done shittily. Let's see. You got that one by luck. You wow. got that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you did not get that one. 
You got that one because I accidentally was racist at you. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're tied up. Technically, if I get this right, we will be tied because you said I've had no. two correct. Two. Yeah, you're right. Okay. If I get this so here right, we, we will be tied. Here we go. Get All ready. Right. Offensive part two. <laughs> <clears throat> Just like the last time, which one of these things did not happen as a mad dash to grab? That's why I'm writing all the anime ones. That's okay. Next time. You realize that? That's right? okay. I, I I honestly thought you'd be asking me more plot relevant things. Yeah, I tried to keep it at a minimum because I was like, then we'll not never get fucking stuck. That's the that's the <laughs> joke. Hit me. That's fair. You said don't hold back is what your that's words were. That's true. I thought the mine would be harder. You're doing great. Here we go. Okay. Val Venus, a porn star wrestler, once filled a super soaker up with his urine and hosed down the people he was feuding with. Mm-hmm. Val Venus, a porn star wrestler, slept with one of the members of an Asian group named Kai and Tai. He slept with one of their ladies. He was later tied up in a boiler room where the leader of the group pulled out a samurai sword, and said that he would choppy-choppy Val's peenie. There's more to that. Thankfully, the table his junk was on was very cold and caused his penis to shrink before the sword came down. C. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Flying Brian Pillman had a feud that climaxed with Austin breaking into Brian's house and Brian pulling a gun on him before the feed was lost. D, prominent African-American wrestler and Hall of Famer Tony Atlas debuted in the WWF as Saba Simba, a full in full native African garb and danced to the ring. Which oh, one of these things? I know that one happened. Which one of these didn't? I'm going to say C because America is weird about guns and mm-hmm. like we're totally fine with guns, but we don't <clears> want them shown on TV to our children. Okay. Final answer. Yes. That absolutely happened. God damn it! And it's more intense than you think it is. No! Val Venus did not fill up a super soaker with urine and hose his his opponents down. That would be silly. He filled it up with his semen and then sprayed it down. That wouldn't get through the the super soaker, though. That's a different viscosity. That's That's ridiculous. That's the fakest thing I've ever seen. That's what made it silly, I think. (laughs) Come on now, guys. Woo! Jeez! Our hobbies are dumb. Our hobbies are stupid. <laughs> I want to do this again immediately. I do too. <laughs> this is super fun. So anime and uh, and fucking wrestling, guys, they're basically the same thing. Um, <laughs> I have to get my glasses before Jason tells me to go get my glasses. Yay. Bam. Oh my god. Would you like to answer some emails? Yes. Um, I'd love to. So guys, tell us how many uh, you got correct or wrong and which ones you fucked up on and why it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Let us know. Uh, this one comes from Paul. Hey guys, as a camper, both heavy 30 foot camper and backpacking, I've done the, the color fire. Bria's right. Is a homemade thing, although I've seen things to throw in, although I've never used them. Jason, you are correct as well. It is nothing but nastiness chemical-wise. Uh, chlorine, copper, etc. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so don't cook over it and stop uh, and stop huffing the smoke over it uh, before tossing it in. That is one. That was one of the rules. Not the huffing thing. Like, we were allowed to breathe in as much smoke as we wanted, I guess. But people mostly avoid that. Mm. But the whole, like, don't cook over it. It's like, is everyone done with s'mores? And then we would put it in the... Right. We were allowed to do that after. Uh, so for a peek behind the curtain, the basic way to do this is a large copper pipe, uh, about one inch uh, dr- uh, drill hand, cr- uh, crimped on one side about six inches in length, cut f- a five inch piece of old water hose, uh, put it inside the copper pipe, toss in the fire, and enjoy. The copper will eventually burn up, but you will get 30 to 50 uses uh, per pipe. That's good, because copper's expensive. Yeah. Uh, after that, Minnesota-Wisconsin accent also spreads to the Upper Peninsula as well. Also, that uh, Minnesota-Wisconsin accent also spreads to the Upper Peninsula as well. 
My FILs? Father-in-law. Father-in-law. Oh, I've never seen that abbreviation before. My father-in-law speaks exactly like that. <laughs> I have struggles to lose my Kentucky accent and only get it back after going home from the holidays. It takes days to start speaking without sounding like I have too many teeth. Uh, hey, my family is down there, so I can say that. Keep up the good work. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Uh, Paul, P.S., Here's some puppy and kiddo pics. I know you guys like doggies. Uh, this is uh, this is the kids when they went camping to the Upper Peninsula. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, no, there was a problem displaying the image. Oh, I got to download it. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll download it. I trust sure. you. It's porn. No. Um, <laughs> no, it's... uh Aww. Aww. Puppers! Those are some big-ass dogs. I can't say children in, like, a cute way. Like, children. And kids. Kids. <laughs> Kiddos. Also, the phrase kiddo picks. Um, oh, yeah. Don't. It hits the ear wrong in a way that makes it seem. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It just. Yeah, it just, mm. it hits the ear wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I feel like I had something else to say about the second part of that email, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, I want to know what a Kentucky accent is. Do you know? I, okay, when it comes to southern accents, there are actually big differences between the Texan accent, a Georgian accent, an Alabama accent, a Kentucky accent, a Florida accent. They're all different. I know them when I hear them, but I can't always reproduce them. That's fair. Okay, I don't know any of them. I just know uh, Sandy the Squirrel from Spongebob, <laughs> and she was definitely from Texas, because she sang a whole song about it one time. Texas! With Sal is back in Texas. Yeah. The ocean's no place for a squirrel. Why did she live in the ocean? <laughs> she was a scientist. Yeah, that was a huge. What part was she of her studying? She's studying ocean life. <laughs> anyway, seems contrived to me. But <laughs> there's a there's a sponge living in a coconut. That's usually people's problem with. Oh, the he sh- lived in a pineapple. Pineapple, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> The coconut was from a Spongebob ripoff about a coconut who was just Spongebob, but, oh. like, more annoying, and it was a really bad show, and it's the one show that, um, Rob Polson, I think it was, fa- some famous voice actor was in it, and they were mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm ashamed of being in that show. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Rob Paulson. I can't 100% <clears throat> remember. <clears throat> anyway, Christian, um... One of the things that got me in a rage was something you guys touched on but didn't mention. We're talking about Ready Player One in this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, by the way, if there are Infinity War spoilers, as soon as I see them, I will say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there might be because we talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up. But this one's Ready Player One. Um, our main boy was so dirt poor, he had glitchy gl- j- gloves and a chair in the book. They mentioned the gloves in the movie, but he stole his dad's haptic suit. Um, my main issue is that the movie never touched on the difficulty of where he lived. It was so like it was so likely that he might get mugged that he would have to leave his laptop at home. I'm barely awake right now, so forgive me for not remembering his name. Wade, I think. Artemis for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that was something that was really stressed in the book, is like the reason he <clears throat> was so into the idea of finding this Easter egg is because he grew up super fucking poor. Yeah, I, I mean, they... They touched on it visually That's, more than anything. I think so, yeah, because they showed the trailers all stacked yeah. on top they of each other. They show the stacks, and, sh- and yeah. like several times in the movie, they show him sneaking off to that 
junker yeah. van that he has to live like that is very well hidden oh and yeah I, I liked that because in the book it was hard for me to picture why in a junkyard yeah he would be able to hide all that expensive equipment right but when the show showed it when the movie showed it to me visually i was like oh that actually makes if it's like between two cars and then like that actually makes total sense to me yeah i always just pictured it as like a van in the middle of a junkyard and i was like why wouldn't people be rummaging through that for parts all the time. And there's totally things in the movie that I wish they had time to yeah. dedicate themselves to. It's like the, 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 that, like how long people have been searching for the egg and how they mm-hmm. mention it, but it's like, right. like the Easter egg is almost myth at that point. And it's only like yeah. five or six years old because everyone's like, I think he was just a crazy old man. Yeah. Like that's kind of what, you know, that, I wish they'd been able to go into the whole, like the fact that ordinary people play these extraordinary avatars. Right. And like, I wish they had been able to visually show like, H was like described as obese in the in the book, pretty much like really fat, like he like to the point where she made fun of herself for being fat, yeah, yeah, and all that. And it's like, okay, she's uh, she's just a regular girl now. And Daito and Shoto are both beautiful. When in the book, like uh, Daito had pox scars all over his face and all that. I chopped that like, out the get movie. It. Yeah, I, like that was a whole a... theme they skipped over, right? But if there was any theme from the book, I would have liked to take. Mm-hmm. And make into a movie, that's the one. Because I feel like, especially, like, in any geek-focused media I consume, that's something I like. Like, uh, Sword Art Online completely ignores that, because he's just him right. in the game. But, like, Dot Hack Sign touches on that hugely. About, mm-hmm. not even so much about being, like, ugly, quote-unquote, in real life, but about being something different. Right. Being the draw of the internet. And I feel like that's... Such a cool premise to work with, and they just kind of skipped that entirely. And I get why they did it. It's just like, if I could have picked one theme right, to make yes. it in, that would have been the theme that I wish had made it in. Right. Especially, like, the closing lines of the book, or, like, it's meant to, like... Right. The whole, know, like, you know. oh, we're in the real world now. Like, that, yeah. that focus of, like, oh, destroy this place if it starts to get bad. Like, right. All that was in the book, and it's kind of in the movie, but not it's because of the reasons over. in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's from Tina. Uh, hi, PB&J. Uh, just finished the quote-unquote hour-long GMT, where I was highly entertained, and you didn't seem to hit on one constant theme in the movie that I'd like your thoughts on. This is Infinity Wars. This is Infinity Wars, so get ready. Yeah. This is a spoiler. The Hulk. What the flying cactus pigs is going on with Bruce and the Hulk? Oh, yeah. I literally had no ideas, so I'm curious what your theories are, if you have any. Actually, I lied. I have an idea, but it's lame. Hulk and Banner are fighting because Thanos kicked Hulk's firm green ass uh, before Heimdale saved him. What are your thoughts? Uh, as always, continue being mostly awesome, Tima. I, that I thought that was clear. What did you think it was? I, Hulk got his fucking ass beat. It's like, oh, so that's the theory you're going. Well, with. okay, it's that same theory. It's like, okay, who's the toughest dude in this prison yard? I'm going to kick the shit out of him so no one fucks with me. That's what the movie was doing. Right. The movie's showing you how badass Thanos is by handing Hulk his ass. So do you think that Hulk is scared? Yeah. Is that... I think okay. it's just like, oh, I got... Fuck that. I'm not going back out there. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... That's the first time we've seen any restraint from the Hulk, not Bruce. That makes total... I completely agree that could be it. Um, one of the other things I was thinking <clears throat> is that they might reverse what happened in the first Avengers movie, where now it's Hulk who has the suicide wish. Uh, because he had a taste of what real life was like for a long period of time. Right. And now he's back inside Bruce Banner's head, and he might be going a little bit insane. He's like, no, I hope you die so that I can die too. Right. It, that could be. Um, but you're, we kind of know that the Hulk has not a childlike mentality, but like stunted mentality from right. Ragnarok. So it might be a thing where it's just like he's scared and he doesn't know how to deal with being scared because he's never been talked to before right. about he, fear. Everything that he expresses is through rage and anger anyway. So right. I saw this so thing on Twitter. feeling new feelings is going to be fucking terrifying. <laughs> I saw this thing on Twitter. Someone was tweeting like pictures to go along with the movie and stuff. Just make, basically like like haha breakdowns of all the characters. And it's like, yeah. do you know how hard you got to hit a motherfucker for him to go calm? Like, that's, <laughs> like, it's just... That's cute. It's actually, it was fucking hilarious. Like, I, it's like, that's that's a good point. That's, that's actually really cute. I like that. Uh, uh, Welcome back, GMT. This one is from uh, Theatrical Scott. Dear JMB, 
I'd use B&J, but well, you know how that looks. <laughs> um, yay, GMT is back. Cue me doing a little happy dance. I enjoyed all the content you put out, but I look forward to GMT almost as much as New GNR episodes. Aw. It has a special place in my heart. So no apologies or running myself down this week. Good. Um, I want to talk advice. Only thing is, I don't really have any advice to ask for that doesn't apply to things like how to talk about my adolescent son taking way too long in the shower because we all know what he is doing in there. <sighs> and if you feel like tackling that, go ahead. But I don't imagine you have a lot of experience in that area. The shower's the worst place for that. Mm. Tell him worst. that. Tell him it's the, the worst yeah, place. Yeah, just, it's like, look, man... You got a bedroom? Go nuts! Like yeah. it's, just, it's like the shower's the just worst place. Just don't make your place. mom clean your socks. Like just don't. Right. Just do hey, your own laundry. That's now. it. You're a big man. Right. And that problem solved. It's like, hey, you don't even have to. Just like, hey, maybe you should start doing your own laundry. I'll teach you. Ta da! Like that's it. That solves <laughs> so many problems, and you will save yourself so much therapy bills. Like it's it's great. Um, shower's the worst place. Anyway, as I was musing over what to write in for this episode, it occurred to me that teenage me would have appreciated the advice you guys give out, and since there are no doubt some teenagers out there listening that could benefit from this total lack of wisdom in my misadventures back in the day, and probably even more so from your advice, I came up with a little game to play if you'll indulge me. I'm going to bring teenage me into present day with a request for advice, and next time out, I'll fill you in on what teenage me actually did. No. Spoiler alert, it will not be the follow the advice that Bree and Jason gave. Oh no. Cue time travel sound effects and fade in a voice from the past. It's 18-year-old Rob, uh, a freshman in college. He speaks in colored comic sans because, well, 18-year-old Rob was a dork, and he didn't know any better. I did that. You did that? Comic oh, Sans? Comic Sans. Oh, man, I rocked the Comic Sans, baby. See, I always... I don't think I ever did Comic Sans. I think it's because I was role-playing on Gaia so young that, like, there were so many fonts to choose from, and, like, they defined your character. Oh, see, okay. So, like, very early on, I learned how to use fonts For properly, quote-unquote. really <laughs> early wrestling randomness, I used Comic Sans, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, someone go find those. Sign those logos. Or don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dear Bree and Jason, I have a problem I'd like your input on. I've been sitting next to this girl in class for the past few months. Her name is Maria. I realized recently that I have a huge crush on her. We hang out a lot in a group of friends, and I think she likes me too, but I'm really shy, and I don't have a good track record of success when asking girls out on dates. I get really tongue-tied and mess up my words and stop acting like myself. There's a party coming up this weekend, and I know we're both going to be at it, and I was going to ask her out, but I'm super nervous about it. I don't want to ruin our friendship, but I really think there could be something more there. Last time I asked a girl out that I was friends with, I got burned, and she turned me down and didn't speak to me much after that. Maybe after a couple of beers, beers, I'll get the courage to talk to her. Do you have any opinions, and what should I do, and what should I avoid doing? Thanks. Rob, age 18, Glasgow, Scotland, 1995. Um, firstly, sir, you are 18. I was going to say the same thing, and then I saw Scotland. I was like, you know what? Scotland oh, might yeah, have that's a right. age. Oh, never, never mind. I'm, I'm speaking as a filthy American. Yeah. Don't, just ignore me. Our, our breaking age is 21, but you can go to war. Uh, adult Rob... You fire a gun at 18. That, sorry. Adult Rob looks forward to your response and will fill you in on 18-year-old Rob's <clears throat> progress with Maria next time. And if this seems like fun, maybe ask for more advice. Touch your faces. Theatrical Scott. Do you know something I... It took me so fucking long to learn. Hmm? And it just... I think it took a long time for me to get comfortable enough with myself that if I were younger now and wanted to do this... Like, okay, everyone has crushes on somebody in high school. Yeah. Just to walk up to him and it's like, hey, would you like to go to blank sometime? Yeah. Go to a movie, get, get a drink... Have a pizza, whatever. Yeah. And, okay, the, the, it goes like this. If I did work up the courage to do something like that, it would come with so many fucking clauses and caveats. It's like, <laughs> oh, I know I'm fucking stupid and ugly and you don't want to do it. Like, it would come Aww. with all that shit. Or that bailout, that, that pull the ripcord and the parachute moment where the person says the following. You mean on a date? All you have to say at that point, you've done the hard part. You've pushed the rock up to the precipice. Just push it over and say, yes, but you don't. You pull the ripcord in the shit. It's like, no, I meant his friends. And then you fucking make a fool of yourself. And then you did. I have done that so many times. Um, Just 
that, that, that simple lesson you got to learn of just like, yes, I'm, I'm interested in you. Would you like to go? Nothing, nothing exaggerated or creepy about it. Nothing. It's just like, hey, right. and then being, if you are shot down, just going, no problem. I just wanted to ask that type of thing and, and move yeah, on. And just make sure that like you don't, as much as it sucks that you just got turned down, mm-hmm. just try your best to act normal after that. If That's you want to keep the friendship, friendship. Yeah. It's not on, like, the person you're asking for them to just accept your feelings. You have to be the one to move past your feelings at that point. That's on you. Right. You have to act normal around that person and still act like friends and don't act like you have... Like, don't do that thing where you mope. Nope. And don't do that thing where you keep hinting about it. Because I got that so many fucking times after turning guys down. Where it's just, like, they'll just keep hinting at it. Like, I'll change my mind. It's like, oh, we're not going to ever be friends again, are we? Like, this is just going to be a thing forever. Cool. Peace. And then I'm gone from their lives forever. Okay. Don't do the thing where you're... Okay. Let's, let's rewind back to the, 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 the thing in 1995. Now, you're, you're getting ready to ask somebody out. Do not lead off with, I have a huge crush on you or I have oh, massive... No, do Don't not. you fucking dare. Because Don't. then, if you do get turned down, friendship's over. Because they yeah. know that you can't parse it out like you can't like right you... approach it like you are curious about a future right. not already like, like you're down the road for this person yeah that's something i saw recently on like i think it was reddit r slash dating advice or something where someone basically just wrote in the thing don't confess your feelings for someone you're not ter- currently dating mm-hmm. and that is the best advice because nope. it's like don't do because you don't even if you're friends with someone you shouldn't be harboring romantic feelings for them. If you are, that's fine. But you shouldn't put that on them. Because in society, we don't consider that okay. No. To harbor romantic feelings. And it's and not necessarily fair yeah. sometimes. But, like, it's still... It depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Because, obviously... Okay, there's a certain amount of subtext with that. Yeah. Obviously, you have some kind of feelings for somebody that you're going to want to ask out in the right. first place. So I think it's just contextually, you walking up to something, you don't necessarily say, I have a huge crush on you and I've been thinking about you during class the entire time. Yeah. You don't have to do all that. They should know by you going up to them, it's like, hey, would you like to go get a drink sometime? Would you like to go get pizza sometime? Would you like, right. you have interest in that. I would like to go on a date with you. That means I have interest, <clears throat> but the underlining thing is like, I'd get like to get to know you better to yep. see if these feelings are romantic. Not, I already harbor romantic feelings for you. Yep. Because someone getting to know you as a friend is different, like, contextually than getting to know them as someone that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. And they'll show you different sides of themselves in each case. So you you can't really harbor romantic feelings for someone until you're in a context where you are both consensually exploring whether or not you could have romantic feelings for one another. Because that's when they'll show you the side of themselves that they consider that side of them, I guess. That makes sense. Anyway, that got <clears throat> super weird, but well, good luck, 18-year-old Rob. Yeah, really. Uh, uh, so gotten. I'm st- I, yes. <clears throat> uh, hi, Jason and Bree. You recently discussed Ready Player One, and if you couldn't tell by my email address, I love me some Parzival. Uh, there are some genuine complaints I do have with the book, even though I do adore it. Whenever uh, Parzival has a problem, he has a case of the already did it. Um, uh, example, uh, Joust, oh shit, well, I played with my buddy H, or or Pac-Man, H, uh, oh yeah, I keep forgetting how they spell that. Yeah, yeah, because we both listen to the audiobook. Uh, or Pac-Man, oh, uh uh-oh, well, it's good that I play every month or so, and certainly, and certain things like that. Uh, still, despite all its flaws, the book remains one of my all-time favorites. Uh, touch your faces, sincerely, the man with the unpronounceable name, Sogatten. Sogatten, maybe, I don't know. Oh, maybe. I I always looked at that like, okay, in the beginning of the book, Mm -hmm. they go through this huge thing of like, okay, there are, there are gunters and there are researchers that just spend their time. It's like, what did Halliday like? I'm only going to invest. I've watched all these movies. Like he goes through that list, the thing that everyone was complaining about. And that part is annoying in the book, but I think that's defensible because everyone knew someone like that or was that when they were teenagers, especially if they were teenage geeks. Well, okay. If the movie was about paleontology. And it's like, okay, here's a search for this dinosaur, this dinosaur that no one's ever found, and the skeleton's out there. It's like, well, I found this dinosaur and this dinosaur. All of that would be contextual and interesting for paleontologists right. or whatever, but like, it, it's not, it wouldn't necessarily be rattling it off. 
That is just, here are my credentials. Here's my resume. I've, right. I've checked I all this stuff out. I think it's the way it's out. delivered. Like, he does right. a list and he's like, yeah, I've done that. Like, because he does he's it with that attitude. shit. Exactly. And that's the thing that I said where I was like, we all knew someone like that or right. were like that. Like, in high school, I would only use the Japanese names for animes that I watched in English. Mm. Things like that. Where it's like, yeah, I only did that so that I could come across as smarter than other people who watched anime. Right. Like, that's a typical teenager thing. So I excuse it. Mm-hmm. I can still understand why someone would be annoyed with it because he wrote an annoying character too well. Wrestling fans do that too. I assume so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. Um, I don't call him by his slave name, Kevin Owens. He's Kevin Steen. No, he's Kevin Owens whenever he's on stage. Yeah, that's so. that, that dude, wrestling fans can be the worst. Yeah. Anywho, the, I didn't have a problem with that just because it's... Okay, none of that ever comes up in the book again. They don't have to watch The Breakfast Club and, and do all of that. That right. stuff doesn't necessarily come up. There's no trivia question for that. So the couple of things that do pop up, it's like, okay, yeah, the Pac-Man thing and the, the right. Joust thing. It's like, yes, that's technically... That's technically convenient, I guess, but, like, it comes with... Those two bits of knowledge come with 10,000 things that never come up and he he gets no practice out of. I feel like I would be able to ignore it more. Like, I agree with Silgotten that it's kind of a problem, and the only reason I would say it's a problem is that it does become a problem for other Gunters where they hit a wall, and Mm -hmm. it just so happens that Wade doesn't have that problem. And that would make sense for the first one, the Joust, because it's like, oh, that's the first one. But then that happens each time he hits an obstacle where it's like, mmm, the other six people, but I know it. Well, that I happens just beats a few into the times. punch ones. And yeah. Then, yeah. That happens a few times, though. It would have been nice to see him hit a wall where, like, he did lose a game twice. Or mm-hmm. he did, you know, especially after he had the money and he could take that hit. Right. Because, like, Artemis had to fight the, uh, the Lich King several times. Mm-hmm. Like, every time she lost, she had to fight him. And she's like, I've been here for a week. I've had to fight him, like, seven times. I'm almost out of, like revives or, or, like, health potions or whatever. Right. Once he had the money to take a hit, I feel like he should have lost a game or something and then had to train at it Mm -hmm. the same way Artemis was. That said, like, as much as I feel like that would fix the problem, I don't think it's the hugest problem. Like, I think it's an okay, like, it's a a thing you can point out and be like, that's a little weak. Right. I don't think it makes the book unreadable or anything like that. No, like, sometimes there's just, like, plot convenience type things that... That, that rear their ugly heads. Yeah, and, like, fucking Harry Potter did it, so it's okay if some other <laughs> books do, too. Right. Every book kind of has that I'm the chosen one-esque thing. It's mm-hmm. like, well, why is this happening to you? Why are you so lucky? It's like, I'm the protagonist. Shut up. Like, it yeah. does kind of come down to that. Yeah. Uh, this one's from not Twitter Rowan. It's very hey. important to differentiate. Uh, dear Jason and Bree. You better never make a Twitter, because be- <laughs> you'll have problems. <laughs> Uh, boy, it's been, uh, it's been a while since I wrote in, huh? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great myself, uh, myself, myself. Uh, as of a week ago in fall, I will be a freshman at Bennington College in Vermont studying English. Uh, so that is very exciting. Congratulations. Yay! Unfortunately, I was unable to catch the Ariathon live, but I was able to run back through the archives and was positively ecstatic when you showed Cole, uh, showed Cole's art live on stream. Uh, we've known each other for about four years now, uh, and he was actually the one to introduce me to the podcast. So I'm very happy that he's able to do something like this. Uh, Bree, thank you very, uh, thank you very much for taking my place and reminding Cole to eat, drink, and sleep. Uh, I love the guy, but boy, does he get absorbed in the art. Uh, in any case, I agree with you uh, on uh, re- both Ready Player One and Infinity War. Also, if I remember correctly, Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place before Infinity War. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, unfortunately, I have to go. So this is all I can write for now. I'll try to write more in regularly again. Not Twitter Rowan. Um, yeah, dude, Cole's fucking amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. Cole's a really awesome dude. Yeah. And yeah, we're what we're trying to do right now, everybody listen up. Um, uh, we had a, I, I actually just got, wrapped up the poll, just wrapped up the poll. So we are doing city art. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing winter Haven. So, uh, I'm going to be sitting down with Cole and giving him the breakdown of winter Haven yeah. and what it looks like. And we're going to try to get it done from a couple of different angles. And then some rough sketches of like, oh, here's winter Haven hall. And here's this, and you know, little yeah. things like here's the statue of Duncan, that type of thing. Um, so on our Patreon right now, if you go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, what we are trying to do is 
we're trying to build the Patreon up so that both Bree and Cole get raises. Cole's going to get a regular raise every single time we hit a milestone now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it. We there There is a thing online where artists don't get paid what they should. Right. Um, so we agreed to a price and we're going to keep moving it up so that Cole continues to get paid what he should be getting paid for this amazing art. And we want to keep him around for a long time. So if you swing by patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, check out a bunch of the new milestones we we did. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been fucking amazing. And the Patreon shot up a bunch in the mm-hmm. last uh, week or so. Um, so we got a bunch of new milestones, including something called Wrestling Randomness, where we're going to be playing a... Uh, Basically an exaggerated version of 5e, and uh, the cast is going to be playing wrestlers, and there'll be a, like a tournament thing, and it'll be fun. Right. It's going to um, be super cool. But yeah, we got a bunch of different stuff on there, so go check yeah. that out. Um, also, as far as Ant-Man and the Wasp, I feel like if I were a betting man, mm-hmm. I'd say Infinity War takes place right in the middle of that. Yeah? Yeah. And like that has a huge effect on the plot. No spoilers, but like, what I don't happens know about in it, so. inf- like. Well, I mean, for Infinity War, but like, what well, happens well, yeah. at the end of Infinity War happens in the middle of Ant Man and Wasp. That would be that insane. Would be cool. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Marvel likes to do shit that's like, oh, that's cool. So that's pretty insane. Yeah, uh, your turn. All right, uh, this one does have spoilers <laughs> for Infinity War, so I just worked really hard to avoid them, and then here we are. Um, <laughs> Hi, Jason and Bree. I just finished listening to GMT 131, where you talked about the Infinity War movie. I'm curious what your take is on why the Hulk refused <laughs> to manifest. Uh, some theories I have is that the Hulk wanted to build up his rage and save it all to unleash on Thanos. I think there's a part of the movie where Dr. Banner in the armor seemed to have this theory, too. Another theory I have is that the Hulk is not used to losing... That's the one you have. Mm. Um, Thor defeated him in Ragnarok in the arena, and Thanos stomped a mud hole in him in Infinity War. Perhaps the Hulk is is afraid of facing Thanos again and being killed by Thanos. If that is the case, Dr. Banner is far more heroic brave than the Hulk, which I find ironic. Um, And that could be a whole, like, testament to, like, how rage isn't the answer and rage isn't brave and things like that, which is a good concept. I also think it's a really cool mirror to when uh, Thor beat, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Hulk beat up Loki. That mm. that one's like boom, 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 puny god, and then like you, it like you jump down the line a little bit, and it's like, oh wow, Hulk got his ass beat. Yeah, one that proves how tough Thanos is in a regular fist fight without you know without the without use powers, of all the yeah. yeah without all the Infinity Stones, and like that's it's pretty. That I think that was the bigger Jaws moment of like we got to show the bigger Jaws yeah. moment. But, like, um, Thanos has the complete package of, like, he's calm and collected and intellectual and all that. That's that's a side of Hulk that just isn't there. Yeah, that just can't happen. That said, the, the reason I'm like, oh, the fear thing might not be it is just, like, okay, if he's afraid of being beaten again, having Bruce Banner be Bruce Banner against Thanos isn't going to help either. Like, you're still going to die, but maybe he doesn't have the cognitive reasoning to know that when Bruce dies, he'll die. He is very childlike in that. It's like, I'm going to do it, you do it. Like, that's the only thing. It's like, I didn't think there was, like, a bigger game plan. He was very sulky during Ragnarok, so I agree. Um, I am interested in exploring that aspect, because if it is, like, being afraid, then it does kind of have a good message about anger, which is what the Hulk has always been about, is, like, you know, dealing with rage and all that stuff. Um, regarding the ending of Infinity War, I wonder if the heroes that were apparently killed by Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet, random culling, were instead taken to another dimension to try and undo what Thanos did. My comic book lore is a bit hazy, but I'm thinking here of the Beyonder and the Secret War. Perhaps Doctor Strange saw that as one chance. A being of equal or greater power to Thanos intervenes as best as he or she can to try and step up a chance to do right, to do right things. Um, to write things, sorry. Uh, love listening to GMT and Touch Your Faces. This is from Jerry H. The only problem I have with that theory is, and it totally could be, mm-hmm. that, oh, I've looked at 14 million possibilities and uh, we only we only come out ahead in one. And then, like, the, the while it's all happening, he's like, it's the only way. It was the only way. That type of thing. Yeah. Explain what the fuck your plan is. Yeah, we talked about that during our actual thing, though. It was like, okay, obviously this is the one way. Because right. he says, this is the only way. Right. Which Fill means me this is in. our one chance. And there was definitely a chance to explain it. He could have explained all of it. That said, you know, he might have done so. 
Because we had to cut away from that quite a bit. Could have, yeah, but I... And maybe that was why it was like... Like, obviously, it would still be heartbreaking to see your friends turn to dust in front of you, right. whether you knew it was going to happen or not. Right. That said, if it's the case that he did tell Tony what was going to happen, and the whole group, imaginably, mm-hmm. uh, it might be the situation where, like... I don't think it would be a thing where, oh, you'll exist in another universe and help us out. I think it would be a thing where, no, we're going to disappear from existence. You have to be the one to fix this once we're gone. Right. Because then that adds more weight to Tony going, Peter, no. Like, Peter, don't leave. Right, yes. Because then it's like, I can't do this by myself and everyone else who knows what's going on has disappeared. Mm -hmm. I'm alone on this planet with no ship. I can't get to where I need to go to tell the other people how to make this happen. Mm -hmm. I'm talking myself into this plot. I'm pretty sure that's what happened (laughs) now. That's my theory now, is that uh, Doctor Strange did tell him, but Doctor Strange didn't know specifically which people were going to fade away and which weren't. Right. And in that one problem, now all Tony needs to do is get home so that he can tell everyone how to fix the problem. But now he's stuck in a situation where he's alone on this planet. I guess we'll see and next year. Yeah, we'll find out next year. But I'm, I'm interested. I, I obviously I'm interested. But. but yeah, we never we don't know for certain. Except for kind of like why would he say that at the end? Like right. as he's fading away, if he didn't tell him already. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I but would sometimes hope. people just say things. Yeah. Like I don't know. Well, that will wrap us up again. Um. Your support means a, a ton. Uh, oh, shit, you, we're actually around an hour. We that are actually happens. around an hour. That doesn't. Um, if you go to the... Uh, if you can find us on uh, iTunes, if you look for GMT, your reviews are very important. Again, for Dungeons & Randomness, very, very important. It helps us rise in in the rankings. Um, and our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Yep. There's a bunch of cool stuff on there. Lots of bonus content. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next time. And uh, make sure to share us on Facebook and Twitter because we're pretty sure that new subscribers is also one of the ways we climb up the, yeah. the social ladder. We don't know how to iTunes. do it. Yeah, we want to do it. Like, we want to. Right. And, again, GMT is one thing. Yeah. Our bread and butter is DNR, obviously. Yeah. We really want to get that up there, so keep sharing and we don't it with know your how. friends. If yeah. you know how, hit us up. Yes, but that only would be... if you actually know how, not if you have a theory, because we have all the theories. Got a but theory. like, we've been trying to find out for a while, and there's no information really. No, no one knows. But we think it's new subscribers. So yeah. tell your friends about us. Tell them to subscribe to Good Morning Theria and, and more importantly, Dungeons and Randomness, and hopefully we'll see a little bump to that. That would be nice. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.